So uh, welcome to another episode of Jay and Ross Talk Shit. I'm Ross. I'm Ross too. That or is, Jay. Yeah. No? Fuck. You already fucked it up. I know. <laughs> Testing. Uh, so this week we wanted to do something <laughs> different. We're kind of tired of bummer stories in the news. Yeah, we, we have a feeling the few listeners we have have already killed themselves. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> so, so, you know, like, we've all been hearing all these terrible stories going on, and, like, for me, at least, there's a world of entertainment, and you can enjoy <laughs> movies and TV and stuff, and, like... Right. But you've been having some trouble on that. Yes. Or, or at least with uh, movies, right? Yes. So tell me where you're at on all of this. I'm having a cinematic, cinematical crisis. <laughs> a crisis, kind of a crisis of faith. Yes. In just yes. the whole medium yes. of cinema. Yes. And uh, we the, talk- movie th- the movie theater is like my th- cathedral. Right. And I used to go there on Sundays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just not, not doing it for you anymore. Yeah, right not now. really, man. And we talked a little bit about this on the show, or our problems. Uh, yeah. But go ahead and, you know, maybe... Well, Maybe explain where you're at. I was. It was a weird. I was thinking like I was maybe maybe it was because I was getting older and I was becoming that that guy. Like in my day, those were yeah, fucking yeah. movies. You know, Pulp Fiction was a movie, right? Or whatever. I don't think it's quite that. I think one thing that kind of uh, the bar has been set a little higher thanks to TV. Yeah, you know, because TV back when we were kids wasn't as good. Like it, it was definitely at, not. It was at the infancy of becoming really good like the sopranos right. came out when we were like 13 and i think that was the first show that kind exactly of set the bar to where the bar is today yeah a lot of tv critics would say the same thing that yeah the sopranos was the start of what they call the golden age of television yeah and like people argue whether or not we're still in that golden age or whether it's like kind of gone on to something else I would say we are. I think yeah. just the number of fantastic shows. Yeah, you can't watch them all. Yeah, it's yeah. Impossible. It's, yeah, that tells me that we're still in a pretty great period. Yeah. But, um, so that so that was a little bit so like, because, you know, it's it's hard to, what they can do, you know, they have 12 hours as opposed to a film who has, you know, three tops. Yeah. Um, so the bar has been set really high, and it just seems like, I don't know, just it's just been... Most of these movies are just, like, pretty colors and boobs. Like, that's what, like, so it's, it's like T or A. It's like, <laughs> it's tits or abs. One of the two, it's either boobs for guys Somebody's or chest abs. is being exposed. Yes, ab, like Magic in. Mike or something, you know, just <laughs> fucking, or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, no story, no plot, let's just throw, just throw some tits at it. <laughs> throw, throw nipples. So, we just need nipples. So let, let's just get this clear. Jason, are you coming out as anti... I'm anti-nipple right now. Anti-nipple. I, I think so. I'd rather have some stories, you know? This is this is a real breakthrough. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> For so whatever much, way you look There's at so it. much free porn out there. I mean, put some story That's in, true, the, in you know? the fucking films. Embrace your strengths. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And something you've mentioned a lot is that most movies that are coming out today are remakes or sequels of things and aren't really pushing the boundaries much. Uh, and not only just that, it just seems like the original ideas. It's just like, do you even need to fucking see it? Like, Yeah. Like, the biggest movie out there right now, Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. What happens? Well, and that is a sequel and a reboot. Yeah. But yes, it's about a park full of dinosaurs and... A dinosaur gets out. Yeah. Sort of. 
<laughs> but yeah, people are in danger because of dinosaurs. And, yeah, do yeah. you even need to see it? Like, yeah, you know where it's going. Yeah, Chris, does Chris Pratt die? <laughs> does he? Does he like quit Jurassic Park or something? Or what happened? What does he? Like, does he get AIDS? Well, I, I, get, I don't want to spoil Jurassic World for oh, yeah. the viewers. Because uh, he's dead the whole time, like Bruce Willis. No, he had AIDS the whole time. He had no. AIDS the whole time. <laughs> no. Um, it's probably pretty similar to what you expect out of Jurassic is his World. lawyer because he gets fired from Jurassic Park for being a homosexual with AIDS. Right, because he, and then he, he trained he gets defended the... by a philosopher. That's why they're all like, he's on the motorcycle and they're all following him. Yeah, they're going to their litigation. It's a really stirring scene because yeah. the raptor, I mean, you know, he's become an advisor and a protector, but it's because he used to be the protected. And like he's Pratt. fresh out so, of law school. Yeah. And <laughs> he would have never been there without the motivational words of his father figure Absolutely. who now he has to protect. Absolutely. This all would have been a more interesting movie than Jurassic World <laughs> to me. But I mean, I would see a movie about a Velociraptor lawyer. <laughs> I would, too. <laughs> kind of stumbled into a good idea there. I think so. we did. We need <laughs> to get that. That You heard that first here. So if you steal this idea, um, fuck you. <laughs> the movie is called Raptor Lawyer. Raptor Lawyer? <laughs> That's a working title. It's, no, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good title. It's a good title. Okay, I guess Raptor it's, Lawyer. I guess is, it's official. You know, it just tells people what to expect. Right Shouldn't we have that. like some weird pun though, like Jurassic <laughs> Court or something? Like <laughs> Jurassic yeah. Court. Yeah, that works. That works. You know, the Raptors Court. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, but I, I don't know. Raptor Lawyer is. And Jurassic for All, something like that. I just can't see someone hearing <laughs> the name Raptor Lawyer and not knowing what that movie's about. <laughs> and that sells tickets. That's it. Like, I want to see on. the movie with the Raptor Lawyer. What's time that is money. called? We're, Raptor we're, Lawyer? We are becoming who we hate right now, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's that fuck plot. We need nipples in this movie. But, like, More nipples. With like Jurassic World, I even told you with that, like... I would have rather seen a movie that was just straight up Burt Macklin's Raptor Pack than I would, like, the movie that I got. Like, at least that's different. Like, I haven't seen that movie before. That's so, fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'd be, I'd be in for Burt Macklin's Raptor Pack. <laughs> yeah, that's a great title, too. I mean, I can, I can smoke a joint before I get in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, I you know, legally, uh, maybe, but sure. Yeah, we're in California. Uh-huh. Okay, I mean, I, I know this is being broadcasted to you know places that are a little more uptight, but uh, but you know, yeah. I'm in California. So you're allowed. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so yeah, so you're in a place where you're tired of just cheap thrills. You're tired of rehashes. Yeah. You're tired of. All this, and I... I, I hope w- Michael Bay goes to Wall Street, where he belongs. Like, that's what... <laughs> that's what I really Snorting hope Snorting cocaine happens. and yelling at... Yeah. You know, like, floor traders and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He'd be good at that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and, yeah, just in how many movies I've seen in my life, mm-hmm. it's just like, I know what's gonna happen, and... You get fatigued. 70% and yeah. of what's going on now. You start to see what formulas are. Like, yeah. not just like, oh, a lot of movies kind of fall on this. You start to, like, see the real underlying things that drive all the same movies yeah. and, like, really recognize all the themes. And yeah, I, that is, I think that is part of it. People just say you're, they're getting older, but it's just familiarity. It's, it's yeah. like you need something new and exciting. But he, yeah, but even so, even like, like some movies, like, they'll do the same fucking moments. Yeah. Like, The Hangover 2 is, did the, just the same hangover 
yeah. moments. Yeah. Like, period. That That's like, an especially lazy case where yeah. it looks like they f- did a find and replace on the original script yeah. and just... Not even that. They just... Co- yeah, they just... It, well, yeah, yeah, like, they literally would find words and be like, okay, it was a baby last time, so replace that with monkey right? in the script. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah. But, yes, I, I, I think there's... A lot of the producers and, you know, the people who fund these movies look at things and go, this worked this time. We want a predictable return. So they try the things that have worked before and, like, that's how yeah, you get but, into the same... But they even had, like, the same moments. Yeah. Like, I'm oh, talking, yeah. I'm talking, there's a scene, because, like, the, where they, uh, where Bradley Cooper's about to say something and Zach Galifianakis goes, oh, I want to say some things. Like, that... It yeah. was the exact moment. The Hangover 2 is beat for beat the same movie yeah. as The Hangover. If you, like, watch them side by side, or at least from the point they wake up, it, you'd almost see the exact same things happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. It, it's even in the same order, and, like, it has the same moment of realization based on some small thing towards right. the end. And, and You've got, yeah, like, the, the, mon- the monkey and the baby are exactly the same. They have a monkey there right away, and then the monkey even leaves the story at the same time the baby leaves the story in the Jesus. original Hangover. Like, it's, they're almost identical movies. But, uh, yeah, that's an extreme example, but yes, we're in, this, we're in this place now where there are a lot of movies repeating the same thing, and I, I understand your crisis of faith here, but what I want to do is, you know, bring you back. Like, this this is going to be a mini series of Jay and Ross talk shit <laughs> of uh, restoring Jason's faith uh, in cinema. Oh. <laughs> It'll be a very spiritual show. So this is going to work that you know every week for a few weeks. I don't know. We'll figure out how many weeks and movies we do. That's not I, our style here. We don't know. Things. No, we 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 play it by ear. You know, yeah. we talk shit. We go. But uh, I'm I'm going to pick a movie that I think Jason might like and it might like be kind of a kind of an antidote to some of your some of your tiredness of different things so mm-hmm. for today I chose Cabin in the Woods mm-hmm. which we watched before the podcast you had not seen it before I had not seen it um, we will be talking spoilers on this podcast because I don't think this would be a very interesting podcast for that movie yeah. if we weren't so yeah in all fairness, and the, don't worry, we're not ruining another of Thor's movies, okay? <laughs> you need to calm down. I know well, everybody's bummed out. Well, it's a movie that's been out for a while. It, it's uh, readily available. It used to be on Netflix. It might still be. I'm not sure. I don't believe it is. Okay. But, yeah. But you can check it out check it if out. you haven't. It's a Yeah, I liked it, and... I did, too. Yeah, so uh, so let's talk a little bit about this movie. Okay. Um I would like to start with just how it was marketed. Yeah. I think maybe that's a little bit of why I was cynical. I mean, it was very marketed, very uh, very bland, very v- generic, uh, you know, slasher film. I mean, maybe not slasher, horror film, but just a typical horror film. Mm-hmm. Hey, stupid kids going into the woods when there shouldn't be in the woods. Mm-hmm. Then they get eaten by something or yeah. killed by something. And uh, so it was. Just, it was really. It was marketed just very generic, and and it was a lot better than most of the horror films I've ever seen. Wow, well, that's yeah. high praise then. Yeah, better than most you've seen. Most I've seen. So the now having seen it and okay. knowing that there are surprises in store beyond that, would you personally have marketed it differently? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I would have. 
so what would you what do you think you'd do in that? Because in my case, I'm like I'm glad that they left a lot of that out of yeah, the marketing because that's a, good question. a lot of the that's story, which question. spoiler alert, is about it's kind of like the canonization of horror tropes. Yeah. So it's like it does a lot what Scream does, but in sort even, of yeah, but even like more uh, over the over the top with right. the stupidity. Right. You know, like like in the Scream moments, they're very subtle. Like you know, Nev Campbell mispronounces Wes. Craven's name. Well, and, like, it's a West Carpenter film. Or, and it's or, about teenagers being aware of horror movie tropes. Yeah. And, and yeah, here it's a similar deal where it's all about the different tropes and the rules of horror, mm-hmm. and, but it's it's also like kind of a metaphor for the way that audiences consume horror movies and the people who create them. Yeah. The, the, like the machine that they feel is in place. Like yeah. in the story of Cabin in the Woods, there are these ancient elder gods like, you know, Cthulhu or whatever, or like that kind of thing who uh, they have to appease to keep sleeping so that they won't destroy the world. So to appease the elder gods, they have to do rituals pretty much with certain sacrifices, but they're all horror movie tropes. So it's like they have to essentially recreate the horror movie scenarios in order to please the elder gods. So like within that framework, you can look at almost any generic horror movie as part of this universe, as something that was happened and like they had to trick the kids into making the decisions that they make and ignoring that because that's part of the story that's part of how it works they have to be punished for their transgressions and uh and then they have to kill they have to be certain types they have to be the jock the slut the 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 goofy the yeah the the brain the uh and the virgin the, the fool or yeah, stoner. The stoner drunkard whatever yeah and it, they have to kill everyone off but the virgin. Well, the virgin and was the virgin, optional. Yeah, virgin can die, but has to be the last to die if she dies. Yeah. And it, yeah, in this case, she's not even, like these people aren't really those tropes, but they're worked into those. Yeah. By like other means. They're 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 uh, they're uh, types. Yes. They they look like these people. Right. But they're not these people. <laughs> right. <laughs> they just look like them. Yeah. yeah. Well, and are made to even like the dumb blonde isn't even blonde. They right. they have her dire hair blonde, and then uh, whatever dire bleach they use is like chemically making her stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and like I love how how they changed the brainy guy. The brainy guy was a wide receiver for the brain. right. He exactly. was the he was the jock when the when the jock was the brainy one. Yeah. The he's sociology the one books too yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was it was, it was great. It was just poking fun at because. Horror, horror to me is a genre that is like I'm, it's weird to me in yeah. my opinion because I either love it or it's mm-hmm. the biggest piece of shit ever. Yeah, like I love the Nightmare on Elm Street with the exception of New Nightmare. I don't really mm-hmm. like that one. I love that franchise. I like the Saw franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Hellraiser franchises or franchise. I should uh-huh. say, and um. But, like, Friday the 13th, I think, is fucking stupid. I hate those ones. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of the Michael Myers ones, because those are the ones... Halloween. Halloween. Those are the ones that are the fucking same fucking movie every fucking time. Pretty much. Like And Friday the 13th, yeah, like you said. Yeah. It's just the same movie over and over. It's like... Well, you know, a lot of people got killed in these woods. Let's go down there, smoke a lot of weed, and fuck each other. Friday the 13th (laughs) was literally a reaction to Halloween. It was them wanting to capitalize on Halloween being such a success. Like, when Halloween came out, it really... 
like that wasn't a big thing to yeah. have like a human killer going after people. Like the yeah. slasher movie was basically oh, the first, invented. The first two Halloweens are great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then like they had that weird one with the third one, which is, doesn't even Season have Michael Myers in yeah. it. And like, and, and then, then it went d- off the deep end, like yeah. by going all supernatural. Then they rebooted it with Halloween H two O, and had a really really bad sequel to that. Yeah. And then they uh, re- they did another reboot completely, where it started over with Rob Zombies, and now they're going yeah. back to doing a sequel to like the first two movies or something. It- it's all very very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think horror is a genre that could be much more interesting and have a much wider scope than it usually does like usually comes back to these few little tropes and concepts like again the slasher or or the ghost picture or uh, whatever but like they're always kind of the same idea or like even zombie movies like are pretty comparable in what they do these days sure with the exception of probably zombie land yeah, that that's a little more of a, a comedy, bit. but yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but but and I mean, so. you could you could even say like Romero, uh, Romero's uh, zombie movies had a different bend, or more they're more social commentary than recent zombie movies, which were more like survivalist and like post apocalyptic scenario type movies. Uh, but but anyway, yeah, horror could be so many things, and so rarely is. Right. And so a movie like this, where it's like, really, it's set up so the Elder Gods are, like, the viewer. And yeah. the people doing it are the people creating the movie or, like, you know, create like scripting it. So it will appeal to the same, like, tropes that we're all expecting and feel like we need out of these movies. So, like, the, the rebellion at the end, kind of, where they decide to not appease the Elder Gods and just let everything go to hell is kind of the creator's way of saying, like, Look, we love horror movies. We appreciate this stuff, but we gotta let this shit go and right. start doing our own thing. And one thing that's disappointing about the horror genre too that they don't take more chances is they're like the cheapest movies to make. Yeah, that's what's so disappointing about them. Like, you know, and you know, because like Saw was made for the first Saw was made for like a million bucks. Yeah, and like so, there's no risk. It's like take a shot. Yeah, I I agree. I often uh, think about that with uh, and this is probably kind of a weird thing to say, but like the you know all those shitty sci-fi movies mm-hmm. or sci-fi channel movies mm-hmm. where like they're just they know they're terrible and they just right. make them that way. It's like why don't they give those like tiny movies to people with like really original ideas to just right. do a really low budget thing and like become a home for originality where there isn't much risk because if people see it great if they don't watch it then whatever it was like one time slot you don't have to air it much right but they don't do it (laughs) and and yeah you're right like horror there's so much more they could do and every once in a while there's like something that comes out that is interesting but then they turn that into a trope or they like like the first paranormal activity was incredibly low budget but a well-made movie that played with audience uh, expectations and, like, kind of trapped you into a limited perspective and, like, yeah, played with all the... Right. But it, but it was a good movie. Like, and then they had to make, like, a bunch of them. Right. And each time Blair it's, Witch like, Project, rolling. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. The same thing. Well, they I mean, did Blair Witch I didn't, really, too, like, I didn't really like the first one either, but... Yeah. But it was kind of the same thing. I mean, because the second one was like, wow, they made this even stupider. Yeah, the second one kind of defeated the purpose of the original but but yeah like they there are all these different 
movies doing the same thing and when there is an original idea they have to milk it dry like everything else but but i thought cabin in the woods would at least be a, an example of a movie that is like recognizes the current state of things but does something cool with it yeah like and you'd agree like even aside from just like being a metaphor for all that this is an entertaining movie yeah like <laughs> it's enjoyable you don't really know what's coming yeah. that much like there are a few parts i think where you're predicting things where you know you, here and there you had kind of the right idea and then other parts where you had no idea what was coming yeah right yeah and yeah when like the blood was driving out i was like what the fuck is that yeah yeah and like so and like that was like i didn't know that until i saw the, the full statues and I was right. like oh okay yeah 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 the war you know the warrior uh, athlete I, mean, I thought it was the warrior right type, but uh you know shit like that yeah no and so yeah it, like I said it reminded it was like a amped up version of like the first scream it just you know, yeah yeah they're both movies that are very aware of their own genres and kind of playing yeah. with that what I think is really cool or I mean one of the things I think is really cool about this movie is the way that it does play out pretty much an entire horror movie, like your standard slasher, or in this case, zombie redneck torture family uh, <laughs> in the woods thing, where like you know they are picked off one by one, get to get to the virgin. So you get that whole movie out of it. You just get a whole extra act after that right. that isn't really telegraphed, and <laughs> like it's kind of a surprise. Yeah, like yeah, just out of, out of nowhere. Like yeah. uh, that, <laughs> and I'm glad that happened because, like, I was looking at the board. I was like, I would rather have a lot of those yeah. other things. Yeah, that's way more interesting than the zombie redneck family, right? right? Yeah, I've like, seen that. I want, I want the merman movie, or right. I want the or like a unicorn. Or yeah, and like, and because uh, a lot. Of, that's the great thing about horror films is usually the monsters. Yeah, know? and like that's, that's why I don't really like part. Friday the Thirteenth that much because it's just such a gemer- generic monster and it's just the same monster over and over and yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah, like you know what to expect. Yeah, uh, uh, you know with like a Friday the Thirteenth that Jason's gonna kill the people who have sex or right. do drugs. Like, and right. those are the first to go, and oh, everyone what, else is like, "What was that? I'm gonna go this way." Yeah. Oh, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, uh, the movie was kind of crappy, but uh, the monsters were cool. It was uh, 13 Ghosts. Oh, yeah. I never saw that one. The movie's is eh. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of cheesy, but, like, the the individual ghosts are kind of cool. Yeah. And, like, the, there's, like, good ghosts and bad ghosts, and, like, there's their backstories are kind of cool of cool. how they died. And, like, that's and that's what I liked about Saw, too, was like, all the puzzles and, like, all yeah. the tort, you know, it was like, that's creative. Nightmare on Elm Street, The Worlds, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Hellraiser, the different Cenobites, you know, or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, Pinhead, there wasn't just Pinhead. Yeah. There was, like, you know, all the other guy, like, the Chatterer and, like, the the bald-headed lady. Um, right. You know, that looks like, yeah. But, yeah, you like you like yeah. some variety in it and, like, the, anim- the creatures and the monsters and yeah. the bad guys to be kind of cool. Yeah. Because... Like, for me, a good horror movie is all about, like, like it's not just a tangible thing. It's, mm. like, it's the suspense and the ability to, like, create an atmosphere. Yeah. And, and, like, not that movie, not that many movies do it well. Like, you can either, you can do suspense well or you can do atmosphere well, but, like, it's hard to really just turn those into horror. But every once in a while, there's something that's, like, really interesting that way. Or, like, uh, uh, you know, like, The Shining is, like, a such a good 
film and just in terms of building up a foreboding like atmosphere over a long time like things aren't constantly happening in that movie and, but like you feel on edge yeah <laughs> and, and it's like the subtle moments yeah that are like that are insanely suspenseful yeah like when the like when the guy's in the bathroom with Jack Nicholson and then he just goes oh I'm so I forget the guy's name but it's the guy who murdered his family yeah yeah and he just says it so casually yeah and you're like oh shit yeah it's and like and even Jack Nicholson's like yeah. You have fucking murdered your family. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's like, it's, oh, shit. It's a crazy, like, that. that's a that's a really crazy movie because of, uh, like, a lot of people don't like it because of the way it goes away from the book, because it does yeah. in a lot of ways. But what it doesn't explain is, like, part of its mystique and how, like, like the ending doesn't make sense to that movie. Or, like, yeah. the end bit where you see the picture and he's in the picture. It doesn't explain anything. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, it's not like, oh, he was a ghost and, because it's like, no, he's his, their dad. And, like, you know, okay, it may be that he was claimed by the house, but, like, yeah. that's not really that clear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, just, that's what I got from it, is yeah. that his soul is now there for Yeah, him, yeah. And, like, how the next caretaker might see Jack Nicholson right. in the bathroom in yeah. that scene, you know, that's kind of what I got from, but yeah, it's not clear. But, but I like that vagueness. Cause like, yeah. you know, when you, so many horror movies, like really lock down the rules and, right. and then there's just not that much suspense. It's like, okay, well like again, if you see Friday the 13th and two people have sex, they're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's not really much, backstory or anything really yeah and I like movies that play against that or, or like if they are going to know that there are tropes they kind of like like in the case of Cabin in the Woods the stoners like the last guy or one of the last people to survive right you don't really realize that at first but he is and yeah. like he's kind of the one he's almost the hero of the movie in the end because right. even kind uh, of even the virgin is the one right right like she was gonna kill was him what, that's to save the world but right that's the interesting part about that ending is like who is the villain and who's the good guy there yeah because they kind of doomed the world by right <laughs> deciding that but but I also like yeah like like Shining is just I appreciate the how hard it is to like create that atmosphere and then there will be other ones like uh, like even Hostel I don't mm -hmm. know if you saw that yeah, the first Hostel yeah I never saw the second one yeah the second I one figured like, I didn't need to no but really? like uh, the first one I love the way it does play a little against expectations where like the generally decent guy among them or the closest thing to him is first the one first, to die first one to die and then you're stuck with this guy who you kind of didn't like and you know you have the like, everybody thinks of that movie as an incredibly violent, disturbing film, yeah. or, like, torture porn, but it doesn't show nearly as much as people remember. Like, it right. shows a little bit, but a lot of it, there's really only one scene where he's, like, being tortured, and, and a little bit of the, his friend, and then, like, it's about him getting well, out. The, and the, the quick, Asian girl. Yeah, 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 when, that's true, because yeah. he, but with the eye, yeah. <laughs> the part's pretty gross. Oh. But, uh, but I like the way that he gets out of it, like, pretty quick, and then it just turns the tables, where you're seeing the other side, and all the people going into it, and it starts to explore that depravity and stuff. Right. And I like, I like movies that I don't already know everything going in. Right. Like, they, they do something different, or surprise me. And, uh, yeah, I wish more horror movies would really, like, go for that, or uh, rather than just the same old, same old. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I think that applies to other genres, too. Like, uh, sure. uh, horror is especially, like, full of tropes, but, you know, action movies, you get the same kind of beats over and over and over again, yeah. and, uh, yeah, switch it up a bit. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What else, what else do we have to say on Cabin in the Woods? This being your first time to... Oh, there were boobs in it, too. There so were. Right. Well, well, wait. <laughs> hold, hold, hold your horses, because you just came out as anti-nipple. No, anti-nipple, no story. <laughs> right. And the boobs played a role in the story in Cabin in the Woods. They did, because it, it, when that happens, remember, you don't know that much about the Elder Gods at that point. But when they're watching that, uh, the the one guy, the new guy, is kind of like, what? You know, you guys are kind of perverts about that. And oh, he yeah, says, yeah. he's like, we're not the only ones watching. Yeah. So that's another part of the thing for the Elder <laughs> Gods is the one girl has to be topless before she dies. <laughs> so, you know. I was, I was wondering, too, like, was the jury still in and out? Was like, did they know that she was the slutty one? What uh, from the beginning? The because technically the, the other girl the gods wasn't, or the yeah yeah wasn't. well okay. I think I think it's just that the peop like the people in the room yeah. dictated all that they decided okay. ahead of time because gotcha. they gave the one girl the blonde hair dye that made her dumb and uh, they I think they don't really say everything that they did in the movie but uh, but like it insinuates they tried to make. Uh, the lead character a little, little more uh, innocent, because yeah, like the first scene she's talking about having an affair with her teacher, yeah. and like at the end she says she's like, wait, but I'm not a virgin, and Sigourney Weaver's like, yeah, you know, we use what we can get. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they have to like massage all these people who are more three dimensional characters into these caricature, uh, caricatures for the movie. Yeah. So, or for the elder gods in right. this case, yeah. which. Uh, so no, I'm not. Anti nipple completely. Right. I'm an, I'm anti nipple substituting for story. Okay. So you, Fair you, enough. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, with you. No plot, no nothing, but hey, here's some titties. There's you know, there's like, a scene in the first season of Game of Thrones that is where, where like you can tell that they just had a certain character history they had to explain. And they're like, oh, people are going to get bored if we do that. So they literally have a monologue over a scene of, like, two lesbian girls <laughs> like going at it in a brothel. And it's, like, nothing to do with what he's saying. It's just like, well, we got to get this in here somehow to explain his motivation. So, <laughs> and yeah, like, that's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, that's lazy. Right. You're just, like, appealing to people's base instincts for right. no or Like, was the guy a bad actor or something? No, or? no, he's a pretty good actor. Uh, he... You never saw The Wire, did you? No. He, he's in that, too. Uh, in Game of Thrones, he's Littlefinger. He's, uh, yeah. He, he does own the brothel episodes. in it. But, uh -oh. yeah. It, it's still... He's, like, talking to himself about his history. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> but, uh... But there's boobs. So. But, yeah, so... You, but you you agree, like... You're okay with that kind of thing when it actually makes sense. Oh, yeah, I love boobs. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's anti-boobs. Yeah, I'm not... I mean, I'm You're not anti-nipple... I'm anti-nipple substituting for story. Okay. Like, if it's just boobs, if it's just boobs with no story, I'll just watch porn. Uh-huh. What's the point, what's the point of watching a shit movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, there you go. If I'm so, gonna watch a shit movie with boobs in it, watch porn. No, fair enough. I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, know your purpose. Right. <laughs> but, Come on. But, uh, yeah, so, so... I for another movie I you know I'm trying to think of things not that aren't just like deconstructions of their genre per se but like still go against types. Okay. So yeah, I was I've been thinking Kingsman but I know you're you're not sold on that but you weren't sold totally on Cabin in the Woods either. No. But Cabin in the Woods you really didn't have much of an opinion either way, right? Uh -huh. You just seen like a trailer and been like, "Eh." Yeah. Uh no, oh, yeah, pretty much. 
I mean. So I guess going back, you had mentioned you didn't you thought the marketing didn't sell the movie well enough, but you're not sure what you would say in the marketing, right? Yeah, because how like, do you, you know, market a movie? Right, because like, well, like I I said that before you made that good point of like you didn't want to like reveal too much. Yeah, you know, because if mean? you read like the Blu-ray description, it flat out says yeah. exactly what's going on in the movie. It's yeah. like no, don't don't tell people that. It's right. better if you don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. That's good. I mean, I don't know. Something <laughs> like you gotta may, admit, there's... maybe you could market it like, you know, maybe do a few things like, you know, that's playing playing up to it. You know, this like, that it's kind of like a joke horror film, like because like yeah, you know, like Zombieland kind of did that where it's a little bit of comedy. Yeah, in a horror film. That's a good point. They could have played it as a horror comedy. Yeah, or, so, or something, or like they could have had like little subtle moments where like. Like Chris Helmsworth looks like a jock, but yet he's reading a book or something. There, yeah, like, or or like or know, something. Just I like maybe play up the stoner character a bit, where you know, yeah. like it, with his like with coffee, his coffee. A coffee mug, stoner like transformation. Amazing. That's a great little whoever shot. came up with that thing. <laughs> I want that thing. But uh, but like doing that, or like maybe yeah, him like realizing things are up and be or mentioning like, hey, why is he acting like you know uh, like this asshole or alpha male guy when like. He's just a regular guy. Like yeah, he's, he's a sociology, sociology major. Yeah, socio- masters in sociology or something. Yeah. It's like why is he being a dumb uh, dumbass, or why is you know she, uh, like at least hint at something, but you know right. not reveal everything. Right. Because like the movie itself doesn't outright hide the twist or anything. It's just you don't know much about it early on. Yeah. Like the very first scene is those guys in the office. Yeah. Like. Uh, talking about it but you just have no frame of reference right you know yeah because like at first i thought it was just like a reality show or something like, yeah even they like even the stoner says that he's like oh, shit i'm on a reality show my yeah. parents think i'm gonna be such a burnout <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah i don't know but two thumbs up man yeah so, verdict ross is one for one all right so good deal. should we keep like score i guess yeah i think that would be good i so, think i think you should be able to like after we see one go like no you're wrong i didn't like that one okay. or if you weren't into it because i'm not i'm not gonna just like tell you oh this is a good movie watch this movie i'm gonna try right. to pick movies that i think you'll like okay. and try to pick movies that aren't just gonna bore you yeah. you know like gotcha. there'll be something either something different or just like a really great example or modern example of a current genre. Okay. And uh, I don't know, should we open it up uh, to uh, listeners to suggest things? Like, we don't have to choose whatever, but someone suggests something. I'm down. Good. I'm always yeah. down. Feel free to, you know, give us some suggestions then. <laughs> we'll parse through those. I'm down. But yeah. Hashtag save the faith. <laughs> something like that yeah. that probably would hashtag to <laughs> other hashtag, very different things hashtag raptor lawyer <laughs> <laughs> hashtag raptor lawyer yeah. I'm, I'm all for raptor lawyer I want to make a photoshop now of like a, <laughs> I want to take like one of the posters for that Vin Diesel lawyer movie and replace <laughs> it with a raptor find me guilty <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I just uh, I would I'd see that movie <laughs> I would too that's what, so they're, they've said they want to make at least two more of the modern Jurassic Park movies or Jurassic World sequels. Number two can be uh, a Burt Macklin Raptor Squad, <laughs> and that could be a setup for number three, Raptor Lawyer. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm sold. I, I would buy tickets to the movies I just made up. <laughs>
<laughs> I, I'm my biggest fan. I right, fuck fuck going to the movie. I'd pay tickets to go just for the be in the room for that pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, check it out. Let's. Uh, he's a tr- he's a velociraptor. Right? Tell you what, fresh I... out of high, or fresh out of college, like college. <laughs> just took the bar exam last Wednesday. <laughs> Raptor lawyer. You <laughs> <laughs> even explain what happens yeah. after that. You just explain what people have to do to be lawyers, uh-huh. and that that was a raptor that did uh-huh. it. He interned, and uh, yeah, well, I had an internship a few years back at Universal. They own Jurassic Park. Let's just head up there tomorrow. Seriously. Be like. Just go knock Hold on, the door. just give me a chance here. I got a pitch for you. <laughs> I was an intern almost ten years ago. Okay, I got, I, know, it. I got it. I know you are probably waiting for people to come through your your uh, doors and tell you what to do with the next Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> your day has. You're come. acting like this movie made a lot of money. Okay, this, we're gonna fix this. Okay, <laughs> look. Okay. You know we we know you're happy with your returns, but I just feel like we can do better next time with. <laughs> You know, what do people who love dinosaurs love? Seriously. Law. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who would be the philosopher? We would need a voice. Oh, oh, so he talks? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Part part of it would be funny if they go to court every time and it's like, Raptor lawyer, who are you calling to the stand? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but can you stretch that into a full movie, though? (laughs) I'd like to see them try. But okay, yeah, well, all right, let's talk voice actors. Who's <laughs> why not? Let's just turn this into the Raptor Lawyer Raptor podcast. Uh, <laughs> who would voice Raptor Lawyer? Um, I think Paul Giamatti would be an interesting choice. Be for an Raptor. interesting choice. Yeah. Um, he has a very distinct voice. I'm trying to think of voice, voiceover, voiceover acting. Mm-hmm. Um, very distinct. Well, I mean, of course, Morgan Freeman. I mean, why? Like. <laughs> Yeah. I mean... I feel like if Raptor Lawyer, like, chronicles the whole life of the Raptor, like, I want different actors to play Raptor Lawyer at different ages. So, like, once he's old and wise and he understands, really, like, all the things he missed about being a lawyer in his youth, like, that's when Morgan Freeman comes in and, like, drops some truth bombs on everyone. (laughs) Gotta have Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. That'll be in his, like, fiery, like... You know, when he when he's not too like he's old enough that he can hold his own, but he's not not so old that like you know he hasn't he's settled down. I got different actors for different scenes. Yeah. When yeah. it's intense, it's Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Wisdom, Morgan Freeman, all in the same movie. These aren't different movies. Yeah. No, absolutely. When he's seducing women, George Clooney. Yeah. Obviously, Raptor Lawyer is too big a concept for only one actor. <laughs> A lot of people... It'll be like that Bob Dylan movie where, like, every actor plays, like, a different version of Bob Dylan, except, you know, it's for Raptor Lawyer. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it, man. Yeah, yeah. So we gotta have a female, then. I Who's, think... I mean, Meryl yeah. Streep. There has to be a love interest for Raptor oh, Lawyer. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh. One of the... Raptor Lawyer has to be a female through one Oh, that's a good point, you know. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to send the message that women can't be, can't be lawyers. You right. gotta have a woman lawyer or a raptor and a ra- or a, or a raptor. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, like, if anything though, with Jurassic Park, aren't aren't all the dinosaurs female? So maybe raptor lawyer would be a woman in the first place. That's true. If it's within the the Jurassic Park universe, I totally which forgot about it. Must be my misogynistic 
booby-loving brain. Totally. Here we are talking about Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and Morgan Freeman playing a raptor lawyer, and I we're was, not even considering the women. I was trying to go part. feminist with my anti-nipple stance at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> it just, uh, you know, turned around a little, but we're coming back to it. We're God coming damn, back. So. Goddamn penis. So, so let's find the female counterparts to the actors we've chosen. We've got Helen Mirren, maybe, as late period Raptor lawyer. Well, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. She's got a very distinctive voice. Yeah, I feel like the um, Samuel L. Jackson one, the one that's, like, really fiery and into it, should be, like, maybe, maybe like, Michelle Rodriguez. Ooh, that's a good one. Or, uh, <laughs> that's, I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty much, yeah, that's the only person I really have in mind. Yeah, it, like, just, just as, like, yeah, the... The m- uh, most fiery, angry. Yeah. What's like a show where the lady has like she's got, she's just too tough for town. I'm trying to think of all those. <laughs> well, like, there have been so many, sitcoms. but they usually get canceled after a season. Or I, I just never watch so them. So they they're available. That's yeah, what it's like. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying to think. Who was in that Bad Judge movie or show? Oh yeah. Uh, breaking or not? It's like Rebecca Wright is. Yeah. The, Oh, Kate Walsh played her. So, yeah, maybe maybe that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that show was canceled, right? Oh, uh, Yeah, prob- final yeah. episode day, January 22nd. Yeah. So, yes. Was it? Yeah, she's available. Good. Um, oh, but she is doing Ghostbusters, so we'll have to wait oh, for that. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah, she's in one well, of the female Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, you know. Maybe have it, maybe like do but cross, fairness, co- cross wait, studio like synergy. She could be the same character. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> she could be a raptor in Ghostbusters. Because you always wanted to she see She could be group. the Bill Murray female version of a velociraptor. Uh huh, yeah. And in all fairness, voiceover doesn't take that long. No. So I think she I could think, record all her lines for Raptor Lawyer and Ghostbusters Women Raptors <laughs> in the same session. <laughs> <laughs> and Jurassic for all. That's what Raptor. That's what that's what and Jurassic for all is the name or the subtitle title. Subtitle title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For whatever those things are called. Yeah, it's a for Raptor Lawyer Two. Raptor Lawyer Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. Jurassic for all. And Jurassic. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I'm, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, good. So that would be interesting because Raptor Lawyer will be Jurassic World Three. And then there'll be a, a sequel to that that'll be within its own spin-off Branch franchise. Uh. Yeah. I think we got something going I here. do, too. We've actually, we're ahead of Hollywood now because they haven't started to do the spin-off to spin-off. Or, right. or spin-off to reboot. This is a situation. <laughs> spin-off yeah. to reboot, remake of the reboot. Although I guess they are doing like a spin-off to 21 Jump Street. So <laughs> that, And 21 Jump Street will also probably be doing a Men in Black crossover movie. So... They're, they're getting there. Maybe we're not as far ahead as... Oh, damn thinking, you, Jonah Hill. Anyway, perhaps we've rambled about Raptor Lawyer long enough. You can never ramble about Raptor, Raptor Lawyer. Lawyer. <laughs> okay, god damn it. Yeah, we have to get our screenplay going. God damn it. Or at a... least we, we need a treatment. We need to pitch it. Rebecca Wright parties hard, rocks out as, a, as the drummer in a yeah. band with her best friend. And presides over court in Los Angeles as one of the toughest and most respected, if unorthodox, criminal court judges in 
this, that, that's the description of Bad Judge. Yes, it's exactly as cliche as it sounds. The, that sounds pretty crappy. I guess the uh, the pilot version of it, like, she actually had major problems and stuff. And, like, so it was kind of like Bad Santa with, like, a woman judge. Uh-huh. But then, like, the network's like, well, let's clean it up a little bit. So then it just turned into a show where she was a judge who slept with multiple men and drank. And that was about as bad as she got. It was like that, or that uh, fucking, uh, there was that show where the guy's the surgeon, but yet he, like, he, like, sleepwalks or something. And oh, was that that Hyde show? Yeah, or something like that. It was, like, it had the guy, for, yeah. he was on Rescue Me with Dennis Leary. That was supposed to be a pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that <laughs> was like, really panned. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll get that guy in there, too. Yeah, yeah. He'll be the love interest. For to, for a raptor lawyer, oh so yeah, we'll switch we need, it up. That's true. Yeah, he'll be the damsel in distress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he'll be, uh, like a colleague or something. But like she's always the one, really, like you know, stealing. It'll the be show. a Ross and Rachel situation. Yeah, yeah. It'll except be... <laughs> eventually he's going to get framed for a crime he didn't commit, Absolutely. and then a raptor lawyer has to really stand up for him. Mm-hmm. Also, he's not a raptor. <laughs> It has to be. Of course It has not. to be a crime. Otherwise, be like, like, you can't have all the lawyers be raptors. I know, so that would just lawyers, be just not special. Yeah, right? Uh, it, and we need all all prehistoric puns that we can come up with. You can't have um, a second raptor lawyer until raptor lawyer 2. It would be, yeah. And, and Jurassic for all. Yeah. And Jurassic for all. And, um, because it would be like in Cabin in the Woods where the slutty girl makes out with the wolf. Uh-huh. It would just be weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, this will be a human raptor thing, but, you know, you got to at least have that for one movie before Absolutely. you move past it. I think we might have talked more about Raptor Lawyer <laughs> than the movie, but that's all right. In all fairness, Raptor Lawyer is the key to saving my faith in movies, I think. <laughs> So, so will this be a recurring it. thing? Like, I think so. We'll talk about a movie, and then we'll talk about the most recent developments on Raptor Lawyer. Or we should just come up with another amazingly awful <laughs> movie. Just, yeah, it shouldn't be hard. Yeah. I'm sure we can come up with more. Like, we'll just do Even Keel Max or something like that. that. Just a guy just, like, sipping coffee, <laughs> pon- pandering about life. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Just like, I don't know where I went wrong. Shucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, for an hour and a half. Yeah, or, or it's, it's just like Louis, Louis C.K.'s show, but yeah, Mad Maxed out. <laughs> so it's just like him in the future, like... <laughs> it's a prequel to Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, life isn't going according to plan. <laughs> Hope the apocalypse happens. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There are plenty of things we could do. But yeah, so that might do it for this week. Yeah, uh, I got nothing else. So. Yeah, we'll uh, see Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, it's I a good recommend movie. it. And we are uh, plus one in the restore the faith of yeah, Jason's so, moviness. So we don't want to probably set a number yet, but maybe eventually we'll figure out how many points we have to get to before you're like, you know what, movies <laughs> aren't all that bad. Or maybe you'll just get to that point. You'll be like, all right, I've seen some good stuff lately. Okay. I think, oh, oh, one thing I forgot to mention. I think it's just summer, too. Yeah. Summer is always, I'm always a little more down. Yeah. Because, one, there's not much going in in the entertainment industry, and two, the movies here are just way crappier. Yeah. In the summer. 
Yeah, it's uh, you just... got all the big blockbuster things. Yeah, and I'm not a big blockbuster yeah. guy. Yeah, and this this year has been kind of weak with them, I think. But you've had a, like there've been some good ones. Like there's been Mad Max, uh, Pixar's new one, Inside Out, supposed to be really good. Spies got shockingly good reviews. Mm. Like the Melissa McCarthy one, yeah. directed by Paul Feig, is like 95 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Jesus. Yeah. So there's there's some stuff that's been good, but yeah, you always you know just kind of gets overshadowed by all the big studio films or the tentpole releases yeah anyway uh yeah we'll uh catch you all next week hope to hear some feedback and uh yeah talk to you then